Hey there, this is Sam. It is Saturday, November 5th. 2022, just after 21 UTC. And you may have guessed I'm doing that anchoring in the right week thing again, because uh, Yvonne couldn't do Thursday, I couldn't do Friday, the Thursday night, Friday night, which would have been Friday and Saturday UTC, whatever, whatever. Anyway, Yvonne couldn't do Thursday, I couldn't do Friday. So we're going to do the re full recording Saturday night. And Saturday night is Sunday UTC. So I'm anchoring. And none of you care. But also, interestingly enough, on Friday night local time, uh, here in north of Seattle, Washington, we had a nice little windstorm. Uh, my house only lost power for like maybe five seconds, but um, the, all kinds of people, like almost 200,000 people in the area lost power, uh, including our neighbors. Like we're the last house that had power and then the next block over doesn't have power. Uh, and so a whole area doesn't have internet. It's, I guess they're slowly working on it. But more importantly, our power came back, but our internet did not. So I suspect that our internet has some sort of routing station or something that's in the area with no power and doesn't have a, you know, generator backup or whatever for it. And so... Yeah, we probably don't have internet until all these other neighborhoods near us have power. Uh, so right now, you know, I, I, yeah, so it's fun. I'm actually, uh, you know, the phone internet is working. Um, it was really slow for a while, but now it's kind of back to normal. So I have some internet and I can like use my phone as a hotspot for my computer if I need to. But, you know, we are so dependent on internet these days. It's just like no internet. It's like, well, what do we do? I can't like watch TV. That's through the internet. I can't do this. That's through the internet. I can't do that. That's through the internet. So I don't know, but at least I've got it on my phone and I can use a hotspot. Anyway, enough of all that. And uh, yeah, we're, uh, I'll, uh, after the intro, I'll be back with Yvonne. We'll work it out one way or another and we'll start. I rambled way too much for this intro. Here we go. Here comes the show. back. I, I, it, this is Sam Inter again. It is now November 6th, just after 3 UTC. And now I have Yvonne Bo with me. Hello, Yvonne. As he figures out the mute button again. Fucking stupid thing. Hi! <laughs> um, so I think our agenda is that we're going to do our butt first. Uh, and then we are going to talk about Twitter again, because I, I, when we last talked, the deal was done. Elon had taken over and, you know, we, we talked about it potentially taking a while before we saw real effects, but it seems like things are happening already. So we'll talk about well, some of them. One thing is that I, I kept, we kept not being sure. Well, I wasn't a hundred percent. By sure. the time we did last week's show, you were sure. Okay, like, but it, yeah, because the stock, the stock, had, I, I believe it stopped trading. That's yes, why. it had. We were sure. Um, but anyway, so I mean, we'll talk about just, Twitter that, and uh, everything that's going on there. And uh, then 
we will do our final election 2022 show because between this show and the next show, we'll have an election and we'll know what happened. Mostly probably. Um, and and I, I'm going to announce yes. at this moment. Yes. Solemnly announce that uh, unfortunately I did not win the Powerball. I'm so sad, Yvonne. I I had counted on you. Listen, I mean, come on. If I'd won the Powerball before we started our podcast, I mean, I think that that's one hell of a way. I mean, because the the Powerball drawing just happened. Like most times, it's not right at the time that we record the show. The drawings are Monday, Wednesday, and Saturday. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, and, right. And we're recording much later than we usually do. It's, it's Sunday right. UTC, but it's still Saturday night US time. Right. And so, and so typically we're not recording at the moment that the Powerball drawing happens. And since we just had the largest ever, by the way, this was the largest ever jackpot of any lottery anywhere ever. $1.6 billion. Correct. Yes. $1.6 billion. Um, cash value, 782.4 million. Okay. Oh so. yeah. Well, that's just trash. Why are we even? <laughs> yeah, I mean, great. Um, you know, uh, but, uh, I mean, that would have been, I mean, I mean, I, I don't know what, I, if I had actually won at this moment, I don't know what the hell we're going to, I mean, I, okay. That would have been bonkers, but, but the, needless <laughs> to say, I did not win. And I and I and I bought a hundred dollars worth of tickets. By the way. Oh wow! Yeah, I I think we bought twenty dollars like, worth. I don't. We haven't. I, went, checked yet. I was like, I actually had a hundred dollar bill in my wallet. And I was just like, here, just 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 you know, do it. Well, I just yeah, he was like, all of it? Yeah, all of it. Just fuck it. See what happens. I'm like you know, what the hell? I think I may have earned a few bucks there though. Hmm. I, you know, but not. Not, 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 not the know, jackpot. I don't think you, you might be able to turn that in and get like 20 bucks back out of your a hundred. Right. Or something. Right. Right. Yeah. Something like that. Yes. Yeah. Cause you know, that that's what, that's the typical loss rate, right? Like 80%, 90% somewhere around there. Basically. Yeah. You know, so. I Which mean, is I why the lottery is such a good investment. Yes. It's an investment. You know, there you have just been. Put your whole salary into it every single week. There are certain lotteries in which, depending on the number of, the Powerball is not one of them, but I know that on a few occasions, certain certain consortiums figured out how many numbers were available and the payout and so forth, and that you could buy enough tickets that you would guarantee, almost guarantee a win. Uh, and that happened a couple of times. In the last 20 years, uh, where there were some syndicates that went and did that. Um, and I know that uh, the lotteries were trying to figure out ways to stop them from doing that, uh, you know, because, I, I mean, it's, it's, I mean that, that doesn't seem like very cool. But yeah, but some people figured out that there were certain lotteries, or like the local state lotteries, which had, you know, prizes in the millions or whatever, that depending on the jackpot size... Um, it would make sense at some point to buy X number of the numbers and you would almost be guaranteed a win. I mean, the odds were definitely. Yeah. I mean, there there have been situations where people have tried to actually buy every single number 
and right. so have a guaranteed win. And there's certain cases where that um, that does work out, but lotteries, the smart lotteries, try to make sure that's actually impossible. You know, right, 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 right. No, no, they, they moved. I mean, they've made it that I know that I haven't heard people trying that again because after that happened, you know, some lotteries were like, "Well, that's you know, we got to do something to stop this." So, yeah, and, there was and, also the McDonald's guy. You're, you're, you're oh, you know, the, the, the guy, guy who scammed the the Monopoly. Yes, yes, yeah, because this has happened more often, uh, not right. just with the McDonald's, but where somebody an inside job rigs the lottery or right. the bingo or the whatever, right. you know, or the whatever. because yes. like there, there was one with a, I think it was an actual state lottery where whoever actually like did the little rolling of the balls in the cage had doctored the mm-hmm. balls to make certain ones come up more often than others. Um, you know, so I mean, these things do happen. People cheat. Yes. Yes. We have, we have a lot of cheaters indeed. So, uh, so anyway, um, so uh, the, that the, would have been a good but first if you'd won the lottery. But that, that would have been that, I mean, you know, yeah, I, I mean, we would start like, okay, so how are we gonna spend this money? <laughs> Where are we setting up the Carbudgeon Storner production studios? And, and what's your new title, Sam? I guess, you know, I guess we can start negotiating salary. Like Yeah, 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 yeah. Um I mean, uh, no, no, no Sam is Sam, is $500,000 a year reasonable, or is that, that a little bit low? How about a million? Does a million, million a year sound good? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I will let you know if I found out, find out later in the show that I won, and then we can negotiate I mean, your salary. I mean, at, but, yeah. at, at, yes, at, at 500000 a year, I think, is a starting, plus some bonuses. I mean, I, I think I, I, I could be persuaded to, you know. Yeah, okay. Anyway, so, yes, lottery. Lottery, yes. Uh, we will probably find out sometime during the course of the show whether or not anybody won. If nobody won, it's going to be even bigger next week. Or in a couple oh, of days, whatever. That, now, that would be interesting. I'll tell you what. I mean, because then, look, if nobody won, at this point, then the actual cash value would be over a billion dollars. hmm I, Jesus. Holy smokes. Well. <laughs> Oh. Anyway, did did you have anything else for your butt first? Should I do a butt first? What do I do? What's that? I I did have stuff for butt first. No, that's not a butt first. That's the no, Powerball. I, I, I thought the whole it. I thought the whole Powerball thing was your butt first. You have something different. Go for it. I I, I went and I put this on our Slack earlier this week. Um, uh, I got a new Apple Watch for my wife. My wife had a uh, Series Three. Apple okay. Watch. And what okay. number are they up to now? Eight. Eight. So it's been a now, while. Did you get the eight so, or did you get like the ultra? I, my wife did not want the ultra. Okay. So she looked at it. We actually, uh, yeah, we, we actually like, okay. So the way that this happened is that my wife's watch started acting flaky recently. Um, she told me that it, it it had restarted a few times on its own. Okay. And well, it's a five-year-old watch. Okay. You know, it's not new. So, you know, it, it, it had a, it had a decently long life and I'm like, okay, well, so let's look at the watches. So, so I put the Apple store on the, on our big screen and we started playing with the different, um, 
configurations of whatever. And she looked at the different ones and whatever. And so we picked the series eight watch and, um, and it got here, uh, 24 hours. I mean, basically for, I clicked the order next day was here. And so, um, it's, uh, it's, uh, you know, a lot of like definitely noticeable changes uh when you're looking at it once it's on when it when it, it's like the 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 watch off when you put them side by side they may not look shape wise that different but definitely a lot has changed in 5 years um mm, because right. even though the watch itself is only slightly bigger i think it's like 1 millimeter more on the case uh, the display does use a lot more of the screen, okay? Okay. And it's just a better screen. And this one is the one also that's always on as well. Right. So that's yeah, a nice, that's uh, that's a nice touch. That's a nice touch. Uh, the one thing about it is that, look, the watch came in very quickly. The setup was very easily, hey, I got a new watch. You scanned it with the phone. It went, like, started the setup to move everything over, blah, blah, blah. And then AT&T comes into the fucking mix. Oh, no. Uh, did did AT&T and then, screw you over? And so, you know, <laughs> I go and it's like, oh, you need to transfer the cell service because it has my, right. my wife's one is the one with cell service. Okay. Um, so my, my, my old mine's several years old at this point, but I, mine also has cell service on it. And at first it was mm-hmm. sort of like, okay, this is like an extra little safety thing if blah, blah, blah. But I've actually had occasion to use it like once or twice, not often, not all the time, but like once or twice I have actually at either answered or even called from my, my watch. Like it's not like an everyday occurrence by any means, but in the several years I've had it, it's happened a couple of times. My wife with a very consistent frequency will forget her phone. (laughs) And so she will put on the watch. And so, with the watch, she's been able to, you know, get through her day because she forgot her phone. Okay. So, and that's the main reason why I got the, that they like, have watched the cell surgically service. attached to my phone. That, that, that just does it, not happen. No, no, no. My, my wife will, with the, uh, every day will ask me, where's my phone? And I'm like, how the hell am I supposed to know where the hell your phone is? You know, my, mine is a series four, by the way. I just looked it up. Yeah. So, so, okay. So they're about, you know, uh, around the same age, just a year off. So I get to this screen where it says, okay, transfer the number sync. Okay. And then it pops open a little AT&T page and yeah, transfer to service, confirm your service address, blah, blah, blah. And then you hit this thing to transfer to service and I get an error message. And I got a fucking error message. And no, the first time I didn't get the damn error message. The first time it just the screen disappeared and it didn't do it. And I'm like, oh, what the fuck? So I go back in. Let's try this again. Boom, boom, boom. And I get the error message. This cannot be done. And I'm like, oh, Jesus Christ. So. Okay, fine. Let me call AT&T. All right, so I grab my phone. I dial 611 since my phone is AT&T. 
which I, by the way, I got a letter this weekend from AT&T saying that they are an ending all operate assistance and uh, directory assistance. Any of that time of service is ending. Period. Okay. Yeah, pending legal approval, but pending federal approval. They're they're ending it all. Okay. You will never. You won't be able to get an operator again. Okay. For a phone call. Well, you uh, know, so- I, on the one hand, it's like the end of an era, but on the other hand, the usage of that has to have plummeted to near zero. I mean, over- absolutely. Yes. And the cost has to be ridiculous. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I cannot remember the last time I even thought of the possibility of contacting an operator for anything. Yeah. No, no, no. Absolutely. Like calling directory assistance, for God's sakes. I mean, what the hell? I mean, my God, it has to have not been. I mean, maybe early 2000s, maybe. That's about Probably it that I can even, think of. Yeah. Yeah. So, so anyway, so, uh, so I get that, um, you know, I, I call them up. They start at it, the, the voice system asks me questions. The voice system says, well, we don't need to do this on here. I'm going to send you a link to a chat. And I'm like, okay, yeah, fuck. I get a link. Hangs up the call. I open the chat. I don't get a technical person. I get, it it says, I am getting some person who's not an AT&T employee, but who supposedly is very smart and get help. (laughs) I'm I'm like, what the fuck? Okay. And I'm like, okay, it asked me, what is your problem first? Okay. And I'm like, look, number sync did not transfer to the new line. I need this transfer. So then supposedly smart person asked me, Oh, so you need to figure out how to move your contacts over from one phone to another. No, I don't need to move my fucking contacts. I I need to move the goddamn line over. Did, did you try to do? Yes. I know what to try. I sent her the screenshot. Oh, well I can't help you with that. So let me send you a link to another chat where they can help you. I'm like, oh fuck me. Okay, so I, I go on this, I go and I click on the link for the chat. Then it becomes a problem because ATT has merged logins that they have had for different services that they acquired over the years. Nice. DirecTV being one. Okay. So all of a sudden, I've got my Old, old, inactive landline service login, my direct TV one, my cell phone one, and it's not logging me in correctly. It's sending me to my old landline that hasn't been active like in 16 years. Well, it is active, just not with AT&T. I have a voice over IP okay. thing that it. But it's not AT&T, okay? And I'm like, I'm trying to log into the right one. I finally log into the right one. Then I'm chatting with this person. I finally get into a chat. Oh, well, we can't help you with that here either. And I'm like, fuck you. And I'm like, okay, let me call again. I, I, I go and I call again. And I'm like, agent, operator, agent, no. Oh, well, we could. No, I want a person. Okay. Well, we have a lot of call volume right now. Please hold. 
and look, this hold is inter- just keeps going and going and going. And I'm holding and I'm like, what the fuck? So I'm like, look, well, I'm on hold. I'm like, I've got the phone. I've got the watch. And I'm like, look, let me see if I can try to just do this do thing again. again. Yeah. All right. I try once it failed. I tried twice. It failed. Waited a few minutes. Tried again. It failed. Then like the fourth or fifth time. Finally, it transferred the phone. It just and then you're like, I'm, I'm fucking hung the phone. Obviously, yes. Finally, but that took that stupid. I mean, everything else for this was smooth as glass, no problem. Mm-hmm. Except mother bleeping fucking AT and T. Well, let me tell you my AT and T thing at the moment. Oh. Um, well, it they haven't actually done anything. Well. They haven't actively done anything, let's say. Um, okay, he, here's the deal. You know, my, my son Alex has iPads. Um, mm-hmm. We had iPads, a, plural? Well, yeah, well, yeah cuz re- he had a really old one that we eventually replaced, okay? Okay. So, like and then there was one that was destroyed when I left it on the roof of the car, blah blah blah. Let's not talk about that. Okay. But <laughs> but th- th- there um so he had his really, really old one stopped being able to charge at some point. So it was like that, that was this signal. Like you theoretically might've been able to do something about it, but it was already old at that point. So we just got him a new one. Okay. So he had that really old one and he had the new one Uh, a few months ago. um, He broke the screen of his current iPad mini. Okay. Jesus. Now. Okay. You know, and as you well know, and listeners may know at this point, our whole family, like devices, do not. They're, they're like a they're like a a, a a demolition derby of like electronic devices. Yes, exactly. Like you know, you you, you things happen. Okay. Anyway, he yeah. smashed the screen. <laughs> um, and it was still under Apple. Actually. Uh, I should say, at the time he smashed the screen, Apple Care had expired five days previously. Oh, Jesus okay. Christ! But, but, but it had because Apple has now offered that thing where you can extend Apple Care month to month. Yes, on a month, to, month to month. That's right. Forever, yeah, basically. Yeah. It at the moment we looked. Apple Care had expired five days previously, and it had a nice little note saying, you have 14 days to enroll in the month-to-month version. So we're like, okay. God damn it, I've enrolled. Uh, you know, it was like a couple bucks a month or whatever. And like, so I, I, and I had to, for some reason, the thing was confused. I had to actually call on the phone to Apple to get it done, but I got it done. I got on the Apple Care. But then, and so we could have replaced it, for 50 bucks or whatever. And the thing is, it's such an old one that there's no fix. They give you a new one, right? They, they, they will give you a new one, but you have right, to right. They'll just give you a new refurbished one. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like they did right. with my, no, uh, no, not old. even refurbished, not even refurbished. They don't have any refurbished of these. They only have brand new in the box, never touched ones. Okay. But, but they would give me. you one of those. Um, but it did not work for Alex. He, he was, he did not want to give up his old iPad. So he decided, that he was going to save to buy a brand new one for himself out of his allowance 
The current iPad mini model equivalent to the one he had before is like 800 bucks. He's been, he's almost there. By the end of the year, he will be there and he will be able to do it. But the point here where AT&T comes on board, this was just background. Like we got, uh, he, he's going to buy himself a new iPad probably at the very end of the year or beginning of next year. And that's fine. He's using his own money from his allowance. He's going to do it. Awesome. Um, and in the meantime, he's basically been going without or borrowing our other devices, which is kind of annoying, but whatever. Um, but as part of the investigation here, I discovered that his very first iPad, which hasn't worked in like four years, we're still paying 20 bucks a month for the internet account on that. Oh, not Jesus to mention the Christ. new ones. <laughs> you know, and so I. And, and and I'd actually investigated this before, so I kind of knew this already. But um, if you go in online to manage your accounts and stuff, you cannot cancel that line online. Uh, you got to call. No, you you have call. to fucking call them. Yep, you have to call. And them. so, of course, I'm like, you have to call them. Well, I'm not going to do that. You know, so that, that's one of the reasons it's still there is because I have to call. And I don't like calling them. I want to be able to hit a, hit a button online and cancel it, but you can't. You can, of course, add anything you fucking want, but if you want to take something away, you have to call them. Yeah. Um, and so the other thing that we've been trying to do, we, we've been trying to convince this boy to have a cell phone for years now, not just an iPad, but we actually want him to have a cell phone that like is in his backpack when he goes to school and all that kind of mm-hmm. thing. And he, and he does not want them. He does not want a phone. So I finally said, you know, look, I'm going to take my last iPhone, which I replaced, but is still functional. It, uh, it Right now it's on Wi-Fi only. I'm like, I'm going to reactivate this as an actual phone for you. But of course, this is also something that I, I looked into it and it seems like at the very least you have to call fucking AT&T to do this. And I'm like, why can't I just, can I, like, I should be able to go on the phone, hit a couple buttons, no. say, re- no, no, nope. you have to, you have to at least, at least call them. And so my current plan, and I was going to do this before school started in September, but of course I still haven't. And I'm well, still like you, saying yeah. I'm going to do it someday is uh-huh. just go to the fucking AT&T store near here and just take care of all of this. Kill the two old yeah, iPads. That, that, add the that new phone. will be a- faster. I can tell you that that actually trying to do it, to do it on, on the phone, on the phone. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like th- there's an AT&T store, like two miles from my house. I figure I just go there and say, look, there are two dead iPads on this account. Can you please kill those? And Oh, by the way, give this old phone a phone number. I mean, it used to have my phone number. I don't want it to have my phone number. I want it to have a new phone number for him, but like, give it a phone number again, give it a new SIM card, reactivate it, whatever the fuck you need to do. And we'll restore it with all the stuff from his iPad or whatever, and give him a phone. Uh, you know, and, but the thing is, I have to go to the damn store and talk to a human being. And I don't want to do that. So I've been avoid, you know, I've, been procrastinating in every possible way. Like every time I had an opportunity where like I could have done that, um, I've done something else instead. And so that still hasn't happened. And of course the fact that he doesn't actually want that phone, uh, makes it easier to procrastinate. Cause I'm like, you know, we're going to do this. I, I, I th- one of two things will happen. 
one, he will actually start using the device, <laughs> which is what we want, of course. Or he could be a stubborn ass like he sometimes is. Sorry, sorry. Mm. He's, he's not in the room at the moment, but, uh, you know, mm-hmm. he is stubborn. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm not disparaging him. I am mocking him lightly that, that- in a friendly way. No, you're actually saying the reality. He is a stubborn ass. I mean, that's just facts. Fact well, or facts. And, and so am I. You know? Yes. I, I, he, he gets it from me. Yes. Um, <laughs> but, you know, or he could be stubborn and stick the thing, thing in his backpack and never charge it and never use it. Correct. But, anyway. Uh, yeah, so I, I want to do that one day, but because AT&T makes it hard i haven't done it yet so i'm 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 paying for old devices that are no longer functional uh technically speaking the one with the broken screen could still be used but we made him stop using it because like you know the the more you use it the more glass comes loose from it and you're gonna cut your finger and crap and you you just gotta not manu does have a phone uh yeah so but but if I remember right, not with phone service, right? No, nah, just with Wi-Fi. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he he's yeah he he uses my old phone with Wi-Fi as it is. Now we want to get it reactivated as a phone. No, I, I know, I know. I haven't. Uh, I mean, I, I I it's just you know almost all the time he is in places with Wi-Fi access. It really you know it I, it's it. it for his purpose right now, it's worked relatively well. I mean, I, I'll probably will activate the cell phone service at some point, but at some point. But right now, yeah. you know. Like every device we've ever had for Alex, we've always had cellular on it because a major place where he uses it is in the freaking car. Now, well, the thing we is can, that I have we can set Wi-Fi. up our other devices as hotspot. You, have, you no, probably no, no. have Wi-Fi in I, your car. Correct. Both of my cars have wi-fi their own wi-fi networks right yeah so 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 he just gets in the car and it connects to the car wi-fi so yeah yeah i mean no i see you but but the other thing you want like once like at alex's age now in seventh grade at you know yeah yeah i get that i get it yeah you know i want i want him to be able to go places without us and be feel confident that he can get in touch with us uh, I've been like right now. The Not one that he wants to do sure, that, but no, no, no. I I know because I've been like with the with this thing with Manu, where it's like teaching him to actually answer the goddamn phone. Mm-hmm. Because it's like sometimes we'll be calling. He's like, "Well, I'm playing. Go away." You know? Yeah. Like I probably I, wouldn't even think of actual. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Like. No, uh, but text is fine. You need to reach him about. No, no, no! But he needs to, you know, if he I'm still needs to answer. Him, answer the goddamn phone. Yeah, whether it's text or voice or video or whatever, whatever. you got to. You still got to answer. Exactly. Yeah. No, and, and like you know, I don't know. It's it's like you know, it's. I'm like I want to have him have him have the phone while he's at school. It's not like you're allowed to use the phone at school anyway. But if there's an emergency, I want him to be able to tell us. You know, I don't know. <laughs> Anyway, so anyway, we're 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 doing all that, but AT and T is a pain. Like I would have done this months ago if I could have just done it online. Well, hell, I mean, when I first went to get him the phone, the one reason why I wound up not being able to get it was because there was some account security shit 
that blocked us from getting it. And then there was a shooting at the damn mall. And we had to go running and we and, and then we could get it. Fucking AT&T again. Yeah, they were responsible for the shooting, right? Well, they were responsible for the fact that we didn't leave there because it, I would not have been there when the shooting happened if if it wasn't for their fucking yeah. shit. No, I, I mean, the, the whole thing is like, if you could do it with a few clicks online, it, you know, the, the making you call or making you go in person in this day and age is just ridiculous anti-consumer bullshit. And I know like in terms of the canceling stuff, of course they want to give you more friction well, to get out than going well, in. Well, you know, can we interest you in this other thing? No, God damn it. Are you yeah. sure you don't want to No. Well, I mean, we, we have the same thing that there's a, a, a the, the, one of the local papers, Brandy gets the paper version, but we've never read the freaking paper version. She wants to cancel. <laughs> of course you can't do it without calling somebody. And of course they're going to try to upsell you or give you a deal to stay or whatever. So we get the goddamn newspaper every day. Now, <laughs> my, my, my mom takes these newspapers off our hands and she does read them. So I guess there's some value. Happening well, there you here. go. Okay. Well, she's reading them. Okay. Well, there you go. Yeah. yeah. It, but, it is, but at the same time, it's like, you know, it, it, again, it's just this whole, like the whole notion <laughs> of the making it really hard to exit. I understand why they do it. I mean, I paid for my fucking AOL account for like a decade after I used it, if not more, <laughs> you know, but, uh, yes, but God damn it. Anyway, uh, I think that's enough for, but first. Okay. Go oh, right. wait, wait, I, I will, one, I will mention one more thing on the, but first, this one more thing. We, we had a power outage. Uh, we had a big windstorm here in Washington State. I mentioned it in the little intro section. Um, and w- my house only lost power for a few seconds. But our internet went out. Or at least so I thought. Um, I reset it a few times. Like, at first I thought, like, okay, um, we have power, but our neighbors don't. And sort of everybody to the east of us had no power. So I'm like, you know, there's probably some, like, network box or something that still has no power, and we're not going to get internet until that comes back. Um, And I I reset all our stuff inside the house just in case a couple times, but nothing came back. But then I I was out a little bit in the afternoon, and when I came back, the neighbor's lights were on again. So I'm like, okay, great. Power's back. Internet should be back too, hopefully. I reset everything, and no go. Um, Nothing. uh, It's still nothing. Um. Then eventually I decided to try, like we, we have, as Yvonne does, uh, we have uh, our internal networking is these plume Wi-Fi pods, okay? Um, and eventually I tried, I'm like, look, maybe there's something wrong with the, pl- the plumes just aren't coming back up. Because what I found was like the, our Wi-Fi network wasn't even coming back up. And if, if like the problem was our, our internet provider, you'd expect our local network to still be up, but just not have internet. Right. Um, so we, I, I, I just plugged my computer straight into the internet coming out of the wall and lo and behold, it worked. 
which meant it was actually our plume Wi-Fi network internal to the house that had failed, not the internet from from Zipply wire, uh, Zipply fiber, whatever they are. Um, and at least m- maybe they were out for a while, but they were already long back. But and, and so, um, and it turns out at least the main pod that you know it comes in from the wall to our house um, was just not coming back online. I flipped it to a different one of our plumes and it actually came online. But then I'm, I'm looking at our network and, uh, on like about, uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Um, three of our 10 plume devices or no 11, yeah, four. Anyway, a significant fraction of our plume devices just have not come back online at all after the power outage, including the one that was coming into the house. Uh, so I flipped that one out for the other ones. But the, the one that was coming into the house was one of their like super plume things. It's like a bigger super unit, pod. more capable. Yeah. Super yeah. pod, whatever. Um, and all the rest are smaller ones, like the normal ones. The The super pod is apparently dead along with a couple of our smaller ones. Um I well, guess well, have you okay? Because I, I have not yet called. Happen. This is like this is breaking news as of twenty minutes before we started recording this podcast. That I figured this out that it was the plumes and not the thing. So I know you're going to ask, have you called support? Because they're very helpful. Uh, I plan to do you that. Don't even at some to call the next few days. You don't even. You, uh, yeah, you don't. You, you can like text uh, the uh, online. You can chat on, or on the on the app. On the app. Yeah. yeah. You don't eat like yeah, yeah. I will. I will be in contact with their support soon because what what it really looks like at this point, I'm just looking. As at, a matter of fact, as a matter of fact, you could just email them, and and they will get yeah, on. Yeah, it. yeah, yeah. There are all, there all do... kinds of there. There are all kinds of ways to contact support. I, uh, the only I've way, been, I, I've I've been in touch with them before. They've been very proactive and blah blah blah. But the bottom line is, it looks like out of I forget if I have ten or eleven, but it looks like three of my units have failed after this power outage. Well, just make sure to unplug them and plug them back in again. I've had. Oh, this I've issue. done that for all of them. Yeah, I've done all. Okay, done that for all. Uh, of them. Yeah, because and I, I will try that a few more times, probably. But like, three, yeah, just double all check of them have come back except all of them have come back ex- except for three and one that's not plugged in right now that I'm holding in my hand, and or no, four haven't come back actually. I'm look, I'm looking at it, but the you know, and and the ones that are back, like the signal's not as strong as it used to, but that's probably because I don't have this damn super pod. The super pod. One of the ones that's broken. Uh, so anyway, I'm going to mess around with it some, but like, uh, you know, my, my computer that I'm on right now has a decent signal right now. Cause it's pretty close to, you know, the, the one pod, but it, the, the reaches of the house, the ones furthest from the center are, you know, they, they're working, but a bit slow right now. So we'll figure it out. Anyway, you know, apparently my little power outage, because like the plumes aren't like some of them are plugged straight into the wall and not in like surge protectors. So I don't know. Anyway, annoying. Any thoughts on that before moving on? Other than well, I I recently have had a series of power outages um, over here uh, that have caused certain problems with the internet and i've had to reset our 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 pods like a couple of times now uh i do have the main super pod is on a um 
is on a surge protector and it's also connected yeah, and, you to know, not, now that i think of it our super pod was too so i don't know why mm. it would have been taken out but i don't know mm. so so but i have it also on a ups specifically yeah. in order to to isolate the so i don't so i don't to, to well in large part because if there's a if there's a brief power outage many times it, it will it, the internet will not be interrupted okay uh you know so so I've had that, but I've had like several, we had two power, brief power outages today. I, I mm-hmm. went and I got home tonight and um, something's goofy happening with the stove. Well, it, well, what I noticed with the stove was that the power was out. The clock was gone. I reset the clock and the, the beeping normally from the stove now sounds like it's not working right. The beeps. Uh, oh, the stove seems yeah. to be working right, but but like the uh, the timer, the alarms don't seem Just to sound be, funny. Yeah, they they sounded weird. But the one thing, well, well, we were out at dinner that I got a a, a chat uh, from our property manager was that in one of those brownouts, the the computer that handles the the guest visitor system uh, apparently got hosed. I'm not sure why that is that that was on a UPS that they they said that the complete system crashed and everything was wiped. I understood that that was supposedly backed up on online someplace. Mm -hmm. Now they're telling me that it crashed. There's no backup. I'm like, Oh, the love of God. I mean, what the hell? And, and, And I'm like, well, it's a very old application. I mean, I know we've had it for about 10 years. And I'm just like, well, I don't know. It, 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 it print up a list of the people with their phone numbers, and I guess the people just have to figure it out that way until, I don't know, I mean, if it completely died. I, I, you know, a few years ago, I'd looked at some of these new systems, but I don't know. We, had, I don't know. I, I'm like, this is one of these things with hosted apps right now versus having a computer that has the information because if it's on hosted on a cloud somewhere, okay, great. The device fails. Just replace the device. You're done. Whatever. It's no big deal. But man, I mean, this whole thing where I've, I've had on a couple of occasions, something that is dependent with the information being just on that device, the device died and oh, well, there's no backups. What do you mean? There's no, oh my God, I'm like, really? I'm like, you know, I had this, by the way, I've had this happen like the last year it happened at our laundry. Their system died. And so, well, I mean, they had to manually take every clothing item that was in their rafters. They got a new system and they had to manually input every single item and who the hell the person was based on information on the tickets because they they didn't have it anywhere else. I mean, it's just, God, the cloud sometimes is a lifesaver now mm. with this yep. kind of shit. I mean, we don't realize how easy it makes certain shit. But anyway, all right, let's move on. Okay, okay. okay. we're done with, but first, let's take a break. When we come back, we will talk Twitter. This is a break. Oh, yes, this is a break. This is a break because no one gave me any suggestions. I told you, I told you, I warned you, I warned you. So this is a break. This is a wonderful break. A wonderful break. Yes, indeed, this is a break. This is a break in the middle of Curmudge's Corner. 
Yes, this is a break. Yes, yes, this is a break, 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 break. Yes, 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 this is a break. Yes, this is a break, 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 break. Yes, it is a break. And now, and now, and now, and now the break is over. There we go. By request, a couple of shows ago, Yvonne, uh, we mentioned this one, and Yvonne was like, we should bring that back. There it is. Yes, I like it. It's a break. (laughs) That was, uh, let's see, what was it? It was, uh, I think it was like 2009 that was from, (laughs) let me check. Yeah, that was 2009 that I first recorded that. So there you go. There you go. It's, It's a while ago now. Oh, it's God. it's been 13 fucking years. <laughs> I, you know, look, when we were at dinner tonight with my wife, we were talking about, there was uh, what one thing that uh, the, the, the social commentary is just, you know, there, there's a couple dating behind us. Okay. All right. And they were okay. wearing something that is more, it, it, an attire that, that is more, usual now but it wasn't like 20 years ago right and so i, I what i was telling my my, my wife it, it, i was telling her i'm like honey you know what listen if you're 20 years younger you'd be wearing that it's like of course you would be that's what they wear now i mean it's just you know it's just but but we're so old now like 20 years ago it's like what we did that was how long ago we were dating 20 years ago. Shit. Jesus Christ. Anyway. Yes, yes been exactly. So, yeah. Oh. So. Twitter. Okay. Twitter. Oh. Yes. So, like, uh, Elon's had the thing for a week and a few hours now as we're recording this. I guess a week and a day, something like that. Um and I remember, like, I don't remember if it was last week or the week before, you know, I asked you, Yvonne, like, okay, Assuming he gets this thing, how long will it be till we actually see any <laughs> changes of consequence? Is it going to be days, weeks, months, years? And you were like, probably months. And I said, that sounds reasonable. Months sounds fine. But uh, I guess he's jumped in with both feet. Well, like, well, but, but there's one thing. In terms of the service, we really haven't. I mean, you were saying that so far. You haven't really noticed a difference. Yeah, let, 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 let me let me put this like because I I just saw um somebody who is who is it uh Tom uh Tom Nichols uh okay. just posted five minutes ago while we were talking the same thing that I said on the Curmudgeons Corner Slack like earlier in the day, which is my personal experience of the site has not particularly changed. However. I've seen lots of people that I've followed for years and years say that it has started to already change dramatically for them in terms of some additional harassment, some you know, more content that they think would have been shut down before because people are experimenting and pushing the limits and stuff like that. And I've seen the one thing I have have seen in my own personal experience 
is just how many people I follow are talking about like looking into the alternatives and they're checking out Mastodon and they're doing this and they're doing that. But like in terms of actually what I see in follow day to day, no, it hasn't changed. And and reminder again, I am not a typical Twitter user. I never use the official tr- clients. I never see the ads. I never see the um, the algorithmic feed. I use Tweetbot and I see purely chronological feeds of only the people who I follow directly. I don't have other shit inserted into my timeline. And so my experience of Twitter is different than the average Twitter user. But no, I have not directly seen anything yet. But the, I guess the most immediate thing is within the last 12 hours before we recorded this show, they have pushed out the update to Twitter that enables the $8 paid verification as opposed to the old-fashioned Twitter verification. The In the past, to be verified by Twitter, you had to have a certain level of prominence. You had to show that you know there was a problem with people potentially impersonating you, and you had to provide some level of proof that you were the real thing, either the real person or the real organization or whatever, and you got your check mark. Uh, now it's you pay eight bucks a month and you get your check box, check, you, you get your blue check, no questions asked. And that I think is one of the things that will affect things because, you know, I don't know about everybody else, but like if I see something online and Twitter that is like, whoa, that's like nuts. First thing I do is I go, go into their profile. I I do look for the blue check mark. I look for what organizations they're associated with. I look for, you know, is this somebody that's reputable, blah, blah, blah. And if the answer is no, I'll hold off a little bit before I take whatever they said seriously. I'll wait for confirmation from people that I know and trust and organizations I know and trust. Um, And so if, if all of a sudden that's essentially meaningless because the blue check mark no longer means this person is who they say they are, it now means I paid eight bucks to Twitter. Uh, then you you've just lost uh, uh, an important signal uh, that used to exist. But uh, and of course, you fired like half the company. Right. Well, you know, but uh, let's be clear about this. Uh, he, he went and um, fired half the people because he looked at the numbers right away. The numbers that well, I had called out before. Um, in terms of what the cash flow is at a company and how much he would have to take out of pocket because he's so massively overpaid for it um, in order to own it and pay the debt service. Um, And in order for him not to be out, like, at least at the worst case, you know, at, at the best case, 700 million a year out of pocket for owning Twitter, uh, this was uh, a maneuver to try to bring costs down quickly um, to get to that number. You mean the, the problem layoffs. is, well, yeah, bring costs. I mean, bring costs yep. down, which is the layoffs are, you know, bring, you know, bringing, co- you know, you're doing the layoffs. I, 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 I just more. was distinguishing you're, you're now talking about the layoffs and not the like, you know, buy your blue check thing, which is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm talking about the layoffs specifically, but. Because yeah, I mean the the eight dollar check. I mean, I don't know how much. Uh, finish finish with the layoffs. Let's talk about layoffs. Then we'll talk but about it, the other. It, so copies. so so he figured, 
let me go in and let me just, you know, let me do the, the, the chainsaw owl uh, uh, procedure, which chainsaw. <laughs> okay, so this comes, there was a guy who was a, a supposed corporate turnaround artist in the 90s, Al Dunlap. They called him Chainsaw Al. He would go into companies and basically would do exactly this. First day he'd go in and just massacre people and costs like this. And after the first quarter, usually, um, because revenues don't fall off that quickly, the company would show a lot of profits. But one of the problems with the strategy is that, yeah, you're showing profits real quickly, but usually when you get rid of that many people that quickly, you are causing problems downstream. Okay. Shit will happen later. Uh, you know, new products will not be launched. Things will not get taken care of. Marketing will not happen. Demand generation is not going to get done. You know, it, 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 all of the and, things. And, that and you by do, the way, just 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 to say it out loud, just to say it explicitly, there the fifty percent is not like an even across the board. Like everybody flips a coin and half of them are gone. There are certain groups that have been eliminated entirely. And right. certain groups that got to keep most people. Um, and so some of the concerns are like exactly what things he's cutting, um, right. you know, and whether it's the right place. There, there, there were reports out that in terms of, in terms of developers, uh, it was done in a potentially very stupid way. Just looking at how, how many lines many of code lines of codes in the they, last six months. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which does not necessarily correspond. I, I shouldn't even say necessarily. It does not correspond. Not correspond to like how valuable that employee actually was. Um, in, in fact, <laughs> checking in more code may indicate that you're not as good. But whatever. Um, uh, and, and so just a lot. And then their whole like apparently the AI ethics group is gone. Um, the, the, there are a couple of, uh, the, there was a human rights group gone, things like that. And you can understand link, linking to the, when you list those things, it's like AI ethics. Okay. I can understand why that's not core, get rid of it. Uh, but at the same time, the types of things that were being tossed overboard, um, are the kinds of things that worry people because it's like, you know, that's something Twitter needed more of, not less, you know? But. No, I get that, but but the th- but but my whole point is that financially, look, it, 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 getting rid of a whole bunch of stuff like this in the short term usually doesn't mean you will see that, that you will see the impact now. Okay, for the most part, it, it usually happens later. Uh, well, it usually it always happens later. There's no way that you can cut and gut that many people using such. Um, methods and not have impacts later but then look the chainsaw owl method chainsaw owl wasn't going and alienating the people that are buying shit from you at the same time and the problem is that he he goes in and he's doing this and well you're thinking well in a vacuum maybe if revenues stay the same because you didn't fuck with everything else then maybe this could work a little bit to a certain extent. But the thing is that he's good doing it while at the same time doing things that the people who advertise and who bring in revenue are deeply concerned as to where their ads are going to be placed 
and how it's going to appear in there when you're getting rid of stuff that in many cases was probably done most of these things in order to reassure advertisers that their ads weren't going to be on the same fucking page as some psychopath basically saying, hey, annihilate the Jews or right. shit like that, which is what a lot of advertisers so have a whole, been a whole bunch of major advertisers. Ha- so a whole bunch of major advertisers have been at least pausing to see what's going on. I mean, yeah, because they don't, and that's the problem, because he has signaled how he is going, you know, the layoffs signaled eliminating these departments. He has said flat out repeatedly how he wants less moderation. And a lot of that damn moderation um, was there because advertisers over time have had those concerns about p- putting money to yeah, advertise we talk, a lot we talk, of content. We talked last week about how important this sort of brand safe concept was and how, right. you know, that's why all kinds of things aren't monetizable on YouTube and other places. Cause right. you know, you, and, and so what's happening here is it, it, it's like every single thing he's doing is not having good effects. Like he is scaring advertisers away. Uh, he is scaring He's like, users oh, they're away. being pressured into going away because of fucking whatever that thing. And the, the, the left wing psychopaths are pressuring. No, no, you, you went and you, you do not understand or bothered to figure out how they fucking sell and make money. Okay. And understand how that is important, not just for supposedly like disinformation or whatever it's because the people that pay the fucking bills don't want their shit associated with that crap well that's and, and, a big reason and, and he doesn't get it right and then and then let's flip to the user side now it's unclear like let, let's let's just to be absolutely clear here Every time anything little minor has changed on Twitter, there have been all kinds of people saying, I'm leaving. I'm never coming back here. Like there were people that were upset about when they changed from like 140 to 280 characters or whatever the fuck there was. There were people who were upset when they made automatic retweets or instead of having to put RT going way back. There were every little tiny change and this goes for Twitter, Facebook, everything else. There are all kinds of people who are going, oh my God, I'm going to leave. And then very few people actually leave. And most of the people who leave come back. Okay. Because it turns out that the change was not as bad as they feared. Maybe in fact, they even like it, blah, blah, blah. We will see what happens this time, but I'm just stating that history is that usually when there's this big, oh my God, everybody's leaving, it usually does not happen. Sometimes it does. There are places we talked before about how many dead social media places there are out there that used to be big deals that aren't anymore. They don't exist anymore. what, What Elon is doing here is a few things. One If he really does loosen up and it becomes a more hostile place, lots of people will leave just because it's not fun anymore. 
Um, but also now with this $8 a month thing for verified users, first of all, users who are verified are who've already been verified because they actually are important and have confirmed their identity with Facebook and they were worried about impersonators and blah, blah, blah. A lot of them are like, you got to be fucking kidding me. You want me to pay? I'm actually providing content that content brings for people you to this for damn free. site. Right. And you want like, me now to pay to be on it. You should be paying be fucking paying me. me. Right. Right. And so a lot of people, a lot of those creator types are actively looking at alternatives and seeing where they can go. And they may or may not end up leaving. But the thing is, uh, you I are think, taking listen, it. But, but the listen. thing, I, I just want to say this. The, the thing is, you are taking the users that actually make your site valuable and you are actively being hostile to them. Right. Exactly. Yes. You know, and so if if those folks leave, like what I saw one person, I, I I can't remember who it was that basically said this, you know, Elon's treating Twitter as if the value was Twitter's technology or some bullshit right. like that. No, the value of Twitter is the users and what they and the content that they post and the fact that they that content is interesting for other people to look at. And so if you're doing things that chase those people away, whether it be making it easier for people to harass them or, you know, chasing after them for stupid money um, or, or just devaluing what they can, they can provide because if they don't pay the $8, they'll be, they'll be pushed down in the algorithm, et cetera, et cetera. You're 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 killing the thing that made the place valuable. If in fact you do these things, and and they've started to do it. I mean, and like the the whole the whole blue check mark thing. I've I mean, I you know, if 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 anybody who pays eight bucks can get one, it becomes completely and totally worthless in terms of using it to say, oh yeah, I'm I'm looking at a newspaper report right now. It says it's from the Kiev Independent. And they've got the little blue check mark. So I know that's that newspaper in Ukraine. It really is that them, blah, blah, blah. If you don't have that, then it's like, well, is it? Or is it somebody else? And then you have to check every time and that becomes a pain in the ass because the after you get full, fooled two or three times by somebody who's an imposter, you're going to be suspicious of everything. And the, the trust barrier is broken. Well, and, and I mean, and, and that's, I, I think that, all those things were put in place in order to build the platform and to make it uh, a place for people uh, that to want to be in mm -hmm. and uh, for advertisers. Okay. You know, to want to advertise in. And so the damn problem is that, it just shows his complete misunderstanding of how revenue generation at it works. Well, because like in this, in this particular, in this, in this particular it. thing, it's like, it is, it's, it, it's clearly not. He just wanted to get the currently verified people to pay the $8 a month. Cause that would be a trivial amount of money that doesn't actually like make a difference. Obviously he wants more people to pay. So is he, is it really trying to be a backdoor towards, well, what we really want is that everybody pays for Twitter. But even if you had every active Twitter user paying the $8 a month, it still doesn't get you what he needs. 
No, it's ridiculous. I mean, that is a tiny amount. Absolutely. Uh, but but every active user. I mean, yeah, yeah. You know, I, I, I mean, well, I mean, every active user. There's like 250 million daily users. I think I heard of Twitter. So at eight bucks, I mean, that's not. I mean, that's a couple of billion. I mean, yeah, I guess that will pay his loans. But you know, well, and but but, the but they got what cost of the advertisers that you lose and other revenue streams. The, I mean, the people I don't know. who the people who walk, yeah, yeah, you have to pick the right thing for that too, right? Like people who show up once a month for one day, it doesn't really matter. You you, you need the people who are regular all the time, blah blah blah. But most of those, again, like you know, even your heavy use, like I've said before, I would have paid for Twitter. You know, I get so much use out of this platform. I would have paid, you know, at 10, even 20 bucks a month for the service. I mean, I use it constantly all fucking day long. Like, you know, I am a perfect candidate to pay for the service. And there are circumstances under which I would have paid for it. Elon doing this is not one of those. No, 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 this is not, you know, I, uh. Yeah, that, this is not uh, conducive to that. So yeah, I, I'm not. I'm not. I, I just yeah. well. Here, here's another thing. You, you just posted tonight. One of the things about going through such a mass amount of layoffs so quickly is that he really has zero understanding of the business. I don't mm. care how smart Elon is. I've come into business. Which is lots of evidence that he's not, by the way. Yeah. He got lucky a few times. He built off the work of others, blah, blah, blah. He's not actually some super genius. No. Uh, Look, I've taken over businesses more than once. It's taken me a few months to get a good, my, my arms around the business and really truly understand it. There is, I don't care what, you know, without actually meeting in advance for an acquisition, which he refused to do due diligence. He refused to do a whole bunch of stuff. He got some information, but he really didn't sit down and like have a strategic planning team. Well, I'll tell you, this is one of the things on all scales. This is one of those things on all scales that makes a difference. You know, I, I, I I don't talk a lot about my, my job here and I'm not going to talk details internally, but last year, um, at the end of last year, uh, I decided to look around for another opportunity inside my company and ended up making a change. And one of the big reasons why is there were some reorgs in the organization I was in and the new management that came in immediately, as soon as they got there, started shuffling things around and making major changes without taking the time first to understand what the fuck was going on and why it was set up the way it was. And to me, that was like big flashing red mega flares of like warning, 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 they're going to fuck everything up, you know? Uh, And I think that's true everywhere. Like what you want in that situation is you want somebody new to come in and you want them to spend some time understanding understanding the situation, understanding what's going on, understanding why certain decisions were made the way they were. Because even if you end up deciding to go in a different path 
it's important to understand why the decisions were made the way they were, or at least respect that process. That there was this wasn't, and this very much applies to Twitter here. Like there, you you may think that you could do moderation on Twitter better or whatever. But you've got serious, smart people who've been working the problem for fucking years. Every single thing they've done, they've done for specific reasons where they've thought through. In many cases, they tried something. It didn't work. They tried another thing. It didn't work. And they finally came up with something that was kind of okay. Everything is compromises. But you know, what you get is a result of a process that matters. The whole like, as soon as you get somebody who's like, well, I'm just going to blow it all up and then do it my way. That's like, it it is a super high risk scenario that maybe one in a hundred times somebody gets lucky and ends up doing something better. But most of the time, if you come in with that approach, you just get shit. Yep. Yeah, that that is what you get. Um, and it, 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 look, it, it, it's just it's just not good. Uh, it, it's not good. It's not a good way to do business. And and I and, and listen, I, I just want to be clear about it in terms of strategic planning because I, I've been through it a lot. What Elon just did was just a rash overreaction, okay? Um, and and I do think that he he made it in a way that has made the business a lot worse in in a very short amount of time, and it doesn't really help him in the long run with what he's trying to accomplish, okay? Um, well, what is he trying to accomplish? I mean, that's well, I think the first thing, right? Well, I think the first thing he's trying to accomplish is, is just pay his debt. Yeah, that's the first thing. I, I mean, clearly, that's the first thing. And you know, in a lot of businesses that I've come into, um, people quickly sometimes focus on the wrong things, uh, and, and you have to figure out what the key revenue drivers are. And what the significant costs are in order to see where you can squeeze stuff. Now, one of the things that does happen in businesses is that sometimes businesses do carry costs that people sometimes just for whatever reason, these are sacred cows that nobody wants to touch. Okay. Um, And so maybe, you know, sometimes you have to kill the sacred cows. Yeah. Sometimes it's like, uh, I don't know. We're hosting this with this provider. Why? Because they're the, well, they're the best one. Well, this was just about as good, but it's half the price. Well, but we'd never kill that relationship. And you're like, well, I mean, to hell with that. You know, I mean, let's just, let's save the money. Let's move it over. He was taught. I, I know one of the things he talked about was the infrastructure costs for Twitter. IT were pretty significant. And mm-hmm. You know, there are ways to go through those contracts and renegotiate and save those costs. And sometimes people don't do the best job of negotiating those costs. Uh, but but the other part is understanding where you want to take the business, what people are doing. And instead of panicking a whole fucking ship of people, it's like, okay, Elon, you know, you know, you overpaid. You're probably going to have to 
fucking part with a few more hundred million like right now because it's what you fucking did. Um, take the time to go through the groups and analyze who needs to stay, what do they do, how do they fit in your long-term strategy, and whether they're, they, they're a fit or not, and not do this stupid thing, where, which I've seen companies do before where, oh, we're desperate, we terminated all these people. And then the next day they're like, um, oh, shit, we got rid of this guy. Oh, yeah, well, that was... That was a He's bad idea. He knows how to, to do blah, blah, blah. Yeah, let, let's call him back, um, you know, because we need him. Uh, look, I, I still remember one of the funniest stories I ever had was IBM in the mid to mid early 90s, I'm gonna say about 90, 93, 94, I can't remember, it was a, a year. They, they, they got into a really bad spot financially. And they went through some crazy layoffs that they did. And I remember that we had this field engineer that was the guy that fixed our IBM equipment at our store. And, yeah, he was the guy that regularly came in, and we had a lot of IBM equipment. So, you know, something always happened or whatever, and, you know, we'd see him a few times a year. And then one of the last visits, he tells me, hey, you know what? Um, They offered me this buyout, early retirement. I'm going to take it. So I'm not sure who's going to service you from now on. But, you know, good luck and stuff or whatever. Well, that sucks, you know, knowing him for years. I'm like, well, you know, hope to see you again. You know, we'll take care. So I got an, I got something broke down a couple of months ago. I place a call to IBM and he shows up. And I'm like, wait, what the hell are you doing here? And I look at his badge, contractor. They they didn't have anybody to do his damn job. And basically, right after they gave him a massive buyout and retired him, they hired him back as a fucking contractor. Mm-hmm. And this is the shit that already is happening, it seems, at Twitter, where already some people are being called back because you went. Yeah, they, you they went fired like two days ago. Right. I mean, you went with that, you know, with this massive, like, you know, hatchet, went through everything. You didn't look through anything. And now you realize, oh, shit, we needed that. It's so stupid. It's just so stupid. The whole damn thing. Since the offer, since trying to back out, since putting no conditions, the stupid price, fifty four twenty, stupid fuck. I mean, the whole damn thing is just so stupid. And you know what? To 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 in, in a way, uh, I I I watch him struggling with, with you know with, with Glee. I also I am pissed off at a whole bunch of. Previous executives, you know, the, the, you know the the previous CEO Arwal who went and just buckled and wrote this damn deal that hurt a lot of people in the end, employees at the end, and you know what, fucking Jack Dorsey too, and who was out there today, by the way, saying, "Oh, I'm sorry, I did all this thing, whatever." This guy was fucking like, you know what, during this whole time, like going and like you know stroking you know Elon's ass. During the, during the whole time as well. Yeah, he's going to make the changes that I couldn't do. Blah, blah, blah. Listen, you were the one that was in fucking charge for I don't know how fucking long. And, you know, you, you set this whole thing up like this. And then you're like egging him on to do the buyout? To do this? And now you're feeling bad that all these people lost their fucking jobs? Oh, jeez. He's another fucking loser. Anyway. 
Um, yeah. So, and, and you, one of the things you mentioned was some of the infrastructure pay, uh, the, the costs of infrastructure, I should say. Mm-hmm. And there are reports that he's cutting back significantly on that. And I've seen people worried about like, you know, service reliability. For, for yeah, forget about like the influx of Nazis and harassment, which of course people are worried about too. But is the site just plain gonna start going down again because they haven't done what they need to with that stuff? Because they're shutting stuff down, they can't really afford to shut down, or like you said, or something breaks and the one engineer who can fix it they fired. Um, yeah, there's there's just I don't know. It, it's again. I'm still fine. I, nothing has changed in my experience of the site. It's all still working. I, I tell you, I, I mentioned the other week, my big fear is that if he actually shuts off these third-party clients like what I use, then I, I don't know if I can continue using it in any effective way. I'd be I'd be lost trying to use the official clients. Um, but uh, I don't know. It seems like, I I am worried about like all of the people that I'm seeing saying that they are personally seeing effects in terms of increases in how much they are being harassed. Like nobody's going to bother harassing me. I've got like, you know, 550 followers or something like that. And, you know, who I'm knows? not, a, you know, yeah, who knows? But like, you know, the people who have tens of thousands of followers and are politically prominent or, uh, or whatever they are, you know, you constantly see them, especially the women talking about how, how they're constantly being harassed. And if they start leaving in mass because that stuff gets worse, then that takes a huge part of the value away. Again, like th- what I go to Twitter for is the people I follow. If if a certain critical mass of them leaves, then I'm just not going to feel compelled to be there anymore because I'm not going to get the value. Yeah, and I think that's that's the problem. I mean, look again. It goes back to why they made these decisions. Okay, why did Twitter add this moderation? Why did they um? do all of these things was in order to try to keep those people from leaving the site because they're being constantly harassed. Okay. It's all these things. There are a lot of these things. The decisions were made with certain considerations. You go through it and you don't analyze any of them. And then you just say, fuck it. They're all wrong. Let's get rid of it. And, I mean, it's just, <laughs> I, I truly believe that it, it, this, this thing is headed towards, it's just barreling towards coming apart at the seams. And and I, I mentioned last week, I think, I, I, I put, or maybe it was on the Curmudgeon's Corner Slack, I, uh, I have some utilities I set up uh, years ago now uh, to just, because there's no easy way on Twitter itself to see the follower and following history of accounts. You can see how many followers they have today, but you can't see how much it was last month or the month before. I set up some scripts that just periodically check and save that somewhere and produce some graphs. Um, And so, you know, like for instance, I have Barack Obama and I have, I can see that, you know, he, you know, he's got, 133 million followers. Okay. 
but he's lost a couple hundred thousand since Elon took over. Okay. Okay. Uh, you know, as a percentage, that's small, but also I find it interesting to look at um, the ones he's following as opposed to followers. Cause when they're dropping, it means the account ceased to exist because Barack Obama didn't go in there and unsubscribe from a whole bunch of people. And he's an interesting example. Like I'll, I'll go, I'll hit a couple other examples, but Obama back when he first set up his Twitter or whatever, it was common to like follow back. So like Obama was following 580,000 accounts, you know, ah, um, yes. you know, and you know, uh, let's see, five, five is uh, just doing my math. Five thousand have just disappeared. That means those accounts don't exist anymore. Like that, because yep. he didn't go in there and unfollow five thousand accounts. They're just gone. Uh, and so there's a nice little percentage chunk there leaving. Um, and you also, see, and this, by the way, is different on different accounts. Like Joe Biden doesn't appear to have lost any. <laughs> Barack Obama lost tons. Hillary Clinton lost tons. Kamala Harris lost tons. Uh, the official POTUS account lost basically nothing. Um, Bernie Sanders lost a lot. Um, you know, and I've seen some people who've, I, I don't follow a lot of the conservative folks. I had Donald Trump on here back when he existed on Twitter, but uh, apparently a bunch of conservative accounts have been gaining followers. So there's definitely something going on here. There's a distinct pattern. Like I'm looking at all of these curves and there's like an angle, like it changes on the day Elon took over. Now, maybe they're just being much better at getting rid of bots. I don't know, but something's definitely changed. Um, and well, maybe it's just behavior. A lot of people look. I mean, it, it, yeah, I yeah. A lot of people. Seen, are... I have never seen this many people talk about at at in unison about leaving, going, you know, coming. It's back everywhere in my fucking things. timeline. Everybody is talking about alternatives and sh should they go there? Should they go here? Should they do what? Should they stay? Should they go? Blah blah blah. By the way, uh, as far as I can tell, Telegram sucks. I mean, I don't understand what the hell I'm supposed to do with Telegram. I mean, basically, all I do is like what's on WhatsApp. So I don't know. Telegram doesn't really seem like a real option. Yeah. I, I mean, and people are complaining about Mastodon being too complicated and weird and blah, blah, blah. There's nothing that's a direct substitute right now. Like, there are things to play with. But, you know, it, but it, you know the, the, the main thing is it, it, and whether it's the advertisers or the users or everybody else, the fact that Elon's been so wild and unpredictable and quick and blah, like the fact that he was posting misinformation about uh, the, the, the guy who attacked Pelosi, um, you know, and, and has been, he's, he's shit posting the same way on this site now that he's the CEO that he was before, you know, and, and it, it's unnerves people. Yeah, he's a fucking idiot. I mean, this is just bottom line. He's just a fucking idiot. And and he, yeah, and he's showing everybody. And you know, people talked about. Um, apparently, he gave some presentations to a bunch of advertisers, um, and they were sitting there in the audience listening to him talk. And the more they talked, the more he talked, the more they texted back to their advertising agencies saying, cancel everything you can cancel. 
I don't know what's going on here, but I don't trust it. You know, and this was supposedly a meeting for him to reassure the advertisers. And they came out of it going, oh my fucking God, we got to get out of this. Listen, listen, I still remember. Uh, so a couple of, uh, about 10 years ago, uh, when HB hired Leo Apothecker as their CEO to replace uh, uh, Mark Hurd, okay, after he got fired. And look, I, 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 I knew a number of people that uh, were directly in, you know, in contact with them and had, had worked with them. Okay. And, you know, they bring this guy in very little vetting, very, you know, no interviews. And they brought him to a couple of customers. Okay. And they were at the customers and it was just exactly the, this Elon effect. This guy went and talked and the customers were like, who the hell is this moron running HP? What the fuck did they bring this moron here for? Okay. Everybody was just like aghast at his, at, at, at this guy. Okay. Um, and, and, and uh, whatever he did that he went in exactly to do this. And, you know, all he did was like have everybody flee. And it's just, sometimes it's just stunning that these people get to these you know, positions um, being just incapable of of going out and like communicating a message and just just bringing people confidence into what the hell you're doing. Okay, it, it, what what they what they wind up doing is just the total opposite and making people flee. And I, I think it's hubris in many cases because they've done other things well. They think they could just go into anything. And they will do anything well, okay? Mm-hmm. And that's not the case, okay? It's just not the fucking case, all right? And a lot of these people suffer from, you know, the problem of difficulty to acknowledge, you know, that they don't know everything. You know, yes, you do know a lot, but there is what you don't know. And for what you don't know, you need to fucking depend on other people. Mm-hmm. And some people are really good about that. But Elon is showing himself to not be good at that department, okay? Even though he knows a lot about certain things. And so he's walked into something that a business that totally different from any of his other businesses that he doesn't understand, really, that all he's done is shitpost on it like a user and think that, you know, because it's like, I, I don't know. It's like because he shaved with the fucking razors. What he thinks he could run a razor company? I mean, so Wait, this wasn't guy there thinks a whole ad campaign about that. I loved it so much. I bought the company. Blah blah blah. Yes, exactly. I bought the company. Yes, that's why it came to my head. Yes, that guy. You know, well, it's kind of like what he thought that that's like fucking real. I mean, you know what the hell? I mean, so uh, that was Victor Kiem was you know, and uh, he owned some Remington. Radio. Remington, right? Remington. Okay. And so, uh, and he owned the New England Patriots as well, uh, the football team. So anyway, um, it's just, it's just that, I mean, that's what these guys are doing. It's just, uh, look in, in the case of at HP, where they brought this guy that was like that, he got, he lasted a year. Um, he did pocket $50 million in a year, (laughs) not bad. And HP lost about. 50 billion in market value in one year. 
I mean, th- he, he cost the company $50 billion. And so, yeah, I mean, these train wrecks happen all the time, unfortunately. And when they happen like this, it's just a spectacular flame up. And in this case, the one thing is that's, I, I feel really bad for the employees, but on the plus side, it's all going to come out of Elon's pocket, which is fantastic. Well, and the people who loaned him money and such, right? Oh, yeah. He's going to, you know, they, yeah, those stupid like, your, your boss gave him some money, didn't he? Uh, I, I have no comment on on, on, on the stuff. I, I will. <laughs> okay. I, I, I have no comment on, on that. Anything else on on the Twitter implosion? For the, for the record, for the record, I like my boss. Okay, all right, okay. <laughs> for the record, yes, of course. Okay, uh, we let's take another break, uh, and when we come back, uh, we will talk election twenty twenty two, and for the last time before the actual election. Um, so here we go. No, no, it's not the beginning of the show again. We're just taking a little time to credit the artist responsible for the music we use at the beginning and end of the show. What you are listening to right now is The O of Pleasure by Ray Lynch. The music we close our show with is Celestial Soda Pop. Both of these songs are from Deep Breakfast. Now platinum, Deep Breakfast was the first independently released album ever to be certified gold by the RIAA. Ray Lynch's other albums are The Sky of Mind. No Blue Thing Nothing Above My Shoulders But The Evening the best of Ray Lynch. You can check out Ray Lynch or buy his music at raylynch.com, iTunes, Amazon, or anywhere you usually find music. Okay, we are back. Uh, Those of you who just heard the break, you missed uh, fun technical difficulties. I lost internet again during the break, and then... It was unclear whether I'd lost like the my my half of the recording for everything we've done so far. I eventually we, we got everything now. It's all here. But like you had a two minute break, we had like a twenty minute break while dealing with. Yeah, I, I mean, it felt like we were back on fourteen dot four. You know, KBPS modem. I got back online, but not really. I got I was back on the hotspot for a little while, and then the internet came back. But for a while, I was trying to synchronize the file over Dropbox, and it was going at like seventeen 
kilobytes per second, not megabytes per second, 17 kilobytes per second. And yeah, that was painfully slow. And eventually it, it's, it's, it's better now. It, it's better now. Everything's hopefully good. <laughs> Cross your fingers. Anyway, election 2022, Yvonne, we were going to do the coin toss thing. Uh, but do before we get to that, what, what's your, is your basic, Bottom line summary, we don't know Jack. Absolutely anything could happen. Don't be surprised by anything. Look, I, I saw, I think that the, the 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 biggest indicator to this, to me, you know, looking at some of the more recent polls, I saw two polls on the generic ballot that came out this week. Okay. One was from a couple of different reputable, from you know, repu- what, not not you like know. crazy Republican places, not totally. But one had a plus five, and the other one was like a minus four, right? D, and I was like, "Oh, give me a fucking break!" I, I'm, I'm just, I'm at, like, just, I'm like, I'm I, like, whatever. I just brought up, I just brought up the generic ballot uh, on five thirty eight, and like the last, I don't know, fifth. 10, 15 polls going back through October 26th. And the range is from Republican plus five to Democrat plus seven. Exactly. And so I'm like, give me a fucking break. For now, real? The, one, the one thing on that, though, specifically on generic ballot and the House, is you got to remember the structural advantages Republicans have mean you have to be like Democrat four, five, six to be at an even shot. Well, well, by the way, that's that's what you know, based on what we do before. Look, the whole question that we've had about this and what's happened ever since the road decision was summer was that every election was coming out positive in the other way. The reality is that well, yeah, that, that no, no. So what I was saying is not about polling error or anything well, like that. But what I'm that, saying it, is, it's, that, wait, I, I just, I just <laughs> want to say this that out. The, no, the, no. the whole thing about Democrats needing plus four to be even in the House is not no, anything because, about polling. No, 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 it's, no, it's, no, no, it's no. about the distribution of the district. No, no, no. But what I'm saying, no, no, no. But what I'm saying is that partisan sorting, gerrymandering in the actual in the actual net result. Yeah. The thing that I'm saying is the polling right now, how accurately is it getting that? Well, we don't fucking know. I mean, when you're at plus seven to minus five, I'm like, oh, Jesus. And look, and I'll be clear about this. There are a whole bunch of hacky polls out there. Mm-hmm. But I don't think that, but but take those out. The non-hacky polls, pollsters are also like ready to pull their hair out. and They've all said we don't know what the fuck's going to happen. I mean, Nate Silver basically this week, basically, you know, turned Sam went and posted on our Slack, basically say, well, Nate just basically said exactly what Ivan just said. He doesn't know what the fuck's going to happen. He had no idea. <laughs> well, and, and uh, another person at 538, it wasn't Nate Silver, but uh, I, and I don't know their name. Some random person at 538 said, look, if you get a, there's a certain level of polling error that is normally expected. It's not even like a crazy polling error. It's just right. like the normal polling error you ever ha- always have. Yeah. If yeah. you have that normal polling error in the direction of the Republicans, then they're going to carry everything. They're going to you know, they're going to have 54 senators and have the house and blah blah blah. Yep. If yep. you get a normal polling error in the direction of the Democrats, they're going to have 54 senators. 
summoners. They're going to have 54 senators and they're going to control the house. Like you have this massive range because it is, it is close. It is right on the middle. Um, and a reasonable error, not like a crazy error, not like, Oh my God, everybody got it like massively wrong, but just like the normal amount of error. You always have every single fucking election. And it, got, all- it could be a landslide either way. Yes. Because every so much is so fucking close, you know? So, right. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. Look, I'm, I'm, I'm concerned. I'm nervous. I mean, I, I I am. Now, now one thing I think we can say is that the, the Democrats have slid from their position a couple months ago. They were, they were, yes, they were trending in the right direction and were in a pretty strong position in the Senate. And look at the trending number. They had been going up, 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 up. And now it slid in in it and it had been in a position where maybe there was like more certainty in one race or the other, but it basically, everything slipped right back into a position where who the fuck knows. Yeah. I mean, where we were in the summer was the Democrats looked pretty damn good for the Senate. The Republicans looked pretty damn good for the House. But in in the in the case of in in the case of both, it wasn't impossible that it would go the other way. Like right. the, the Democratic chances of pulling a surprise in the House were increasing. The the Republican chances of pulling a surprise in the Senate were non-trivial. Um, and then now we've gotten to the point where the, the Democrats have slid enough that, uh, you know, what well, we, we just said, what we did about well, the big well, errors, be clear. but the Democrats but, slid, wait, the Democrats slid in the Senate. They They're, slid in the, the Democrats, house. Well. Yeah, they, well, they slid from their peak in the house, but at, originally, I mean, the Democrats in, were in, never in favored June, in the house, but they went from, exactly. they went in the summer, it was like, oh my God, the Democrats may have a shot after all, to now it's more like, okay, if the Democrats pull it out, it's kind of a miracle. Well, I think, I, I actually, I think the numbers pretty much slipped back to where the hell they were in the summer. What kept happening was, look, in the summer, the generic ballot was R plus four. I mean, we are always saying, well, the thing is, we were sure, in the summer, not, it, no, it, no. Go back to this, May. This, go back oh, to May. Summer, summer. Go back okay, to May. May is not summer, Wait. but okay, go ahead. Yeah. Well, okay, yeah, sorry. <laughs> so, I God. Okay, yeah, true. Uh, uh, spring, spring. We go back to spring. We go back to May. Yeah, summer, July through. Okay, yeah, good, good point. Uh, if we go back to spring, in the spring, we were like, look, the Republicans are going to get the House. We, we, uh, There's nothing to do, but it looks like the Democrats are going to keep the Senate. Period. Right. That's it. It got to in the summer where um, the, the the Democrats started making it really close in the House, and it was trending totally in the, in the right direction. And then, you know, that progress has slid back. It's not as bad as it was a generic ballot in in the summer, but it's definitely not as good as it looked, you know, uh, during the summer. So, of course, the other factor that we had since in the spring before this started this was SCOTUS and this other stuff, which also it is probably is the main reason why I have uncertainty about what the hell's going on. Well, it, one if of, it wasn't one, for that, I would be like right thi- now. Yeah, look, one of the it, things in the cool. polls is what it looks like 
is Democrats got really, well, not just Democrats. A lot of people got moved by the Supreme Court stuff in, right. you know, peaking in September. Um, yep. And then uh, people's memories are short and gas prices were up. And, you know, and, and we talked last week about how all this stuff really correlates really, really tightly to gas prices, too. Maybe all this stuff about SCOTUS made no difference at all. It was all about gas. It's all gas. Um, it's, it's really hard to tell. Right now, in the polls that ask people about what they care about, it is all it is all economy stuff at the top. And then down below a little bit is democracy and abortion and all this. But the top is you know, expressed in different ways, economic issues. Look, I, when I got pulled this month, it, they, they didn't even ask me. Um, they, they asked me, are you concerned about abortion, the economy, this and that? They didn't even ask me the question. I'm like, of what the hell I was most concerned, which was the fucking democracy. Hmm. They didn't even ask me the question. So I, I feel like the pollsters... Weren't even asking the fucking question in some cases. Right. And so, um, you know, I, I, I don't know. Bottom line is I'm ready to flip my coin. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you what. I, I, I don't have a coin, but I do have a coin flipping app ready to go. Okay. Okay. Uh, so right, we will, you know, we'll, we'll go through so, th things like the place where we go through clarify here. Uh, heads is blue. Tails is red. Okay. 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 All right. So just, you know, uh, so that's basically where we're at on my coin flipping system. So he, here's where I am. Um, so it, it's, it's a little unfair. Cause like, you know, the house I'm going to, say one thing about the house. I'm not going to predict 400 individual house races, right? No, you know, whatever. No, I'm going to, we're not, no, 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 not even close. That, Jesus. That, that's not going to happen. Uh, but I think we will like go through like, uh, I, I, here's what I would say for Senate and governor. Let's go through all of the ones where the 538 average has is, is a 5% or less margin. And we will talk about <laughs> okay. this. Okay. Right. okay. And, and, um, and, and one thing for the house and what I'll say for the house right now is I think the Republicans take the house. Okay. Are, are you going to flip your coin? Okay. So we're starting with that one. Okay. We'll start with that. All right. I'm doing just the house okay, as so a the whole Republicans take okay, the house. Okay. Sam's prediction. Okay. So here we go. Uh, flip. Come on. What, what's going on? Uh, it froze. Hold on. Wait. This is, see, this is, you, you know, use random.org. It's the good one. I, the I've got card. it. I've got it. And it's blue. It's heads. Yeah. Okay. So, so you're, you're going to say the Democrats keep the house. No, no, no. My coin says they keep I thought house. you said it was blue. Yeah. So oh, yeah. Your coin coin's, you're not saying it. Your coin is. I'm not fine. saying my coin is saying that. I, 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 okay. I understand. I understand. So, and, and look here, I want to be absolutely clear. Like, <laughs> I, I think the Republicans are going to take the House, but I think that's horrible. And I would be so incredibly happy to be wrong. <laughs> you know, but I see like the 
like like you said, it was standard polling error. If if in fact they're underestimating Democrats this time, the Democrats have a good shot after all, you know. But yep. But all the trends recently have been towards Republicans. The overall trend in midterms is always that the presidential party loses. Yep. Um, now there have been just to to play the both sides a little bit. There have been a few signs that the Democrats may be under polling, like the the polls may underrepresent mm-hmm. Democratic support. We talked about the special elections uh, back a few months, but the, yep. the trouble the problem with those special elections is they coincided with the high point of the Democratic polling. You know, they were right at the peak of that before it started going down again. Um, we do have those special elections. We've also got uh, in a number of states, a number of critical states, the early voting numbers and mail numbers that have been reported so far are very fail, are very favorable towards the Democrats. Um, I, I voted, by the way. So, which, but the the thing is, the early voting numbers are always uh, really tough to generalize into general election numbers, especially when we have the whole thing where Democrats are voting early and Republicans are being told not to trust early vote, not to trust uh, mail vote and to do it all on election day because that's the only valid form of voting. So how predictive early vote stuff is, is very questionable. But there, there are some good signs in some states. In some other states, not so good. So. Uh, so oh, as I hit my desk, uh, so back to the whole, who the hell knows, but I will go just, just based on, and I'll tell you what, one of the things I, I will use generally on this for, as we start going through Senate and governor and stuff is, and I know this is presidential elections and this is not presidential elections, and it's a mid-year, which behaves very differently. But I had to look at my own election graph stuff. And my average of 2008 to 2020 basically says for Democrats to have an even shot of winning, they have to lead the polls by about 1.3% on average over those like many, many years. I mean, for, for that 16-year cycle and you know, so that's a long time averaging out. Individual years have been on both sides, sometimes favoring Democrats, sometimes fa- favoring Republicans. But the average of those four cycles where Democrats have to lead by 1.3% to actually be breaking even. So I am going to use that as a rule of thumb as I go okay. through these and basically say, I'm only going to call it for the Democrat if they're leading in the polls by at least 1.3%. Okay. All right. Okay, Okay. so using 538 polling average. Okay, so we did House. Uh, I'm saying Republicans. Yvonne's coin is saying Democrats. Okay, let's go. Let's go through uh, Senate first. The Georgia Senate race. All right. Okay, so Um, who are you picking? So right now, oh god, I hadn't looked at this in the last day. Uh, Walker has actually pulled ahead in 538's average over Warnock just in the last 24 hours. Oh, God. I can't believe You know, all of these are going to frustrate me so fucking much. Like, I'm now, like... Uh, 
of course, look, one thing that they have done, and I saw that the Republicans are doing this on purpose part of their whole strategy. The whole flooding the polls and yes. Flooding the polls to to move these averages yes. in their direction near the end, and, and this is something where, like in in some of like what Nate Silver has said, like they try to compensate for some of this blah blah blah. But I'm looking at the straight average. I'm There's, not looking at Nate Silver's yeah. model and all that bullshit. Right. I'm just looking at the polling average. And and what I said last week was, you know, on election graphs. The fact that at the end, the Republican-leaning pollsters sort of flooded their stuff in 2016 and 2020 balanced off Democratic polls that were too excited about the Democrat and ended up making the numbers better. Um, I don't know if that'll happen here too, but I, I, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to stick with my thing. Like this, you know, I'm like, Democrats have to lead by 1.3% for me to like, believe they're going to win. Well, and I well, know this well, is taking the, the pessimistic side. And I've said before, well, ex- explaining remember, this psychologically or, as well, uh, I yeah. would much rather believe the worst and be pleasantly surprised than be like all positive about outcomes and then be like, really disappointed. Uh, okay, do remember one thing that yes. in the 2020 election, Yes. The Democrats overperformed in the Senate. They underperformed the House. They underperformed the presidential polls, but they overperformed the Senate polls because the Democrats were not expected to take the Senate. Yes. Well, and but the was it 2018 when we had all of those others where we had like all these polls saying the Democrats were going to do amazing and ended up getting crushed in like Actually, no, no, that was no. Twenty eighteen was the opposite. Remember that we were. The, I, I'm the talking early, about like the one no, where we were talking about. Oh my God, maybe the Democrat could actually like uh, win in South Carolina. Maybe they could like win it. Yeah, and they didn't. I, that was not twenty eighteen. But, when was but that? that what that, no, that I think that was twenty twenty. In the in the look, there were well. Because we North were talking Carolina about like what what's what's his name the the <laughs> stupid South Carolina guy we were talking about maybe he'd lose you know I think that may have been twenty twenty but that that made it that but that those races were all that it showed in those races was that they were closer than we thought but in the end the Democrats did overperform in the Senate I mean mm-hmm. we got the fifty seats we did not expect to get fifty seats you yeah. got to remember we didn't expect to win the Georgia seats. Oh, no, actually, in Georgia, I I will say one specific thing, because Georgia allows for something else that others don't, which is runoff. Right. I'm predicting Georgia goes to the runoff. There you go. Because the margin is less than what, like, the third parties are polling. Well, that could be, well, that'd be interesting. Okay, so now, all right, so you're going runoff. For Georgia, I am going runoff. Like we will not know because they are going to have to do the runoff in December. Like I don't think anybody's getting 50% and we will go to a runoff in Georgia. Fuck that. I can't use my coin. You just need a three-sided coin. Well, I don't. Oh shit. Um, Oh, come on, man. Uh, uh, I, 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 I will just do. Okay. Uh, all right. So, I'm going to go with the blue. It's he wins straight up. Red, it's a runoff. Okay. Okay. Let's see. It's it's spinning. I'm going blue again, so I guess I'm winning again. Okay. Democrat wins again. 
according to okay, the point. Okay, so runoff. Uh, so yeah, r- so uh, you, you're going for Warnock wins Georgia. I'm going for runoff and will not know until December. Okay, got it. All right, next. Okay, Pennsylvania. All right, where are you going? Uh, this is Fetter in, in five thirty eight average. Fetterman's ahead by 0.4%. I'm saying that's not good enough. Oz is winning. All right, coin flip again. Man, this coin score blew a lot. Okay, Fetterman wins. Okay, I'm like, Oz is going to win. And this is another one, again, where I'm hand... Well, I started to say this in Georgia before I remembered the runoff. But the fact that Walker is even fucking close makes me want to bang my head against the table. You know, it's just, oh my God. And same thing here with Oz and Fetterman. I mean, oh, um, you know, but yeah. Okay. I'm going with Oz. You're going with Fetterman or your coin is going with Fetterman. My coin, with a coin. And, and by, let's, let's keep a running track here. Um, so that's um, Pennsylvania would be no change. Well, G- Georgia, because runoff, no change still. Pennsylvania, no change because it's a Republican incumbent. Uh, Now let's talk Nevada. Uh, Nevada has the Republican ahead by 1.2%, which is not good enough. So I'm going, uh, not good enough. Well, not not even close. The Democrats not even ahead. I'm saying the Republican takes that, which is a pickup for the Republicans. If they do this, they're up one. Okay. Do your coin. I'm flipping the coin. Okay, it, it's going red. Okay, so you agree oh, with I me on Nevada, or your coin agrees with me? The coin agrees. Okay. Um, okay, Arizona. Um, I have a Kelly ahead by 1.9. I'm going to say that's good enough. I'm going to go blue in that. And uh, that's that's a hold for the Democrats. So we're still Republicans up by one at this point with the possibility of Georgia. Yeah, Republicans up by one. Georgia could make it up by two or stay flat. But we're at, up by one. OK. All right. There we go. Coins flipping. It's going blue again. OK, we agree on Arizona. OK, okay. N- New Hampshire. Uh, 538 has the Democrat up by 3.2. I say that's good enough. So I'm going Democrat in New Hampshire, which is a hold. It's already New Hampshire. So we're still Republican plus one at that point. All right. Coin flip. It is making a coin noise. Okay. It, it, it went red. <laughs> okay. Bold there. Okay. <laughs> the coin is being very bold. Okay. Um, I, I'm not keeping the running total on yours. You'll have to do that in your head for yourself. Wisconsin. What, what do you mean? I thought you were taking this down. I, 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 when I edit a show, I'll write it down. How about that? Okay. All right. But I'm only like keeping in my head like Republican plus because I'm going to like try to make my prediction for the Senate as a whole at the end. Okay. 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 And, and so, you know, yeah, and if you're just tossing your coin for that, it might oh, not be consistent write, write. with your other stuff. So it's very true. Yes. Okay. Why am I going to be consistent? We... Uh, Wisconsin, uh, 538 average has Republicans up by 3.3. I'm going Republican, which is even. So no, no change there either. What do you think? All right. Wisconsin. 
Let's see. Let's see, Coin. What do you think about Wisconsin? It's gold blue. Okay. Um, Man, this is a very democratic coin. Next up, North Carolina. 538 has Republicans up by 3.8. That's big enough, I say, Republican. All right, let's see North Carolina. Apparently, this coin is going very blue. It went again blue. Nice. Okay, we only have one more under the 5% threshold that I said, which is Ohio. Uh, uh-huh. o- Ohio has Republicans up by 3.9. Again, I'm going with Republicans in Ohio, which is not a change. All right, here we go. It's blue. Okay. Um, so you have blue. Okay. That's the last one. So uh, in terms of changes, I am predicting that Georgia at best is a democratic hold, but is possibly a Republican pickup. I am predicting the Democrats do not get their pickup in Pennsylvania, um, or anywhere else. Right. Um, oh, they, and they lose one in Nevada. So basically I'm saying the Democrats lose either one or two, either way that is Republicans taking the Senate. Okay. All right. And so my coin says, (laughs) my coin says the Republicans take the Senate. Even though you had all the Democrats winning. Yeah, basically. Well, not all the Democrats, but most of the Democrats, yeah. Most of the Democrats win, I guess. <laughs> okay. Um, so that's the Senate. So I guess my my take at this point is um, uh, Democrats lose the House and Democrats lose the Senate. If I want to be optimistic for the Democrats, I feel their ceiling at this point is keeping a 50-50 Senate. Like, I, I know... Like 538's analysis said a normal polling error in favor of, you know, that said the the Democrats do better than the polls would have the Democrats end up as much as 54 senators. God, I hope that's what happens. But I feel like at this point, like the Democrats best case is to stay at 50-50 and they don't have a really good shot at getting 51, 52, or let alone more than that. Um, let's uh, see. Okay, there's one race that we didn't look at. How's What's Utah that? doing? Utah, um, U- Utah, <laughs> um, you know, what's his name? Uh, had a couple of good polls, uh, but they have Lee ahead by 9.8% in the average. So, like, it if McMullen wins, that would be a huge fucking upset. Mm. Well, I, I'm just wondering how many recent polls they had because of. Um, let's see. We've got three, three polls in the last week of October. They were Lee plus 15, Lee plus 10 and Lee plus one. Jesus. So there was one that had him only up by one, but Jesus, that's a broad range of polls. Fuck. Are you 15, (laughs) 10 and one? All right. Well, I'm going to flip a coin on 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 Utah. Let's see. Since we had one, you're call- one. counting McMullen as blue for these purposes. My coin says McMullen wins. Okay. You know, I- I'm going to say Lee wins. Okay. No, no, no. I get that. 
Okay. Yep. Yep. Um, any other any other interesting race that we have like for Senate? Been, yeah, because I do want to hit some of these governors. Ohio. Uh, I just want to clear out the Senate just in case before we. I think that's about it. Okay. Okay. All right. So, yeah. Okay, so, and again, I don't know how many times I can say this. I hope I am fucking wrong. I hope all of these polls have been underestimating Democrats. It's just historically more often than not, they've underestimated the Republicans instead. I know sometimes they have underestimated the, the Democrats and maybe that's what happens this time. And God, I hope so, because this is looking, you know, grim. Uh, because and, and you know after we go through all the dice, maybe we can talk a little bit about like what a Republican House and Senate would actually look like right now. Because it's fucking scary. But okay, uh, governors, Wisconsin, uh, the Republican. It's it's Michels, Michels, I guess you say versus Evers. Um, and, uh, Michels is up by 0.8 in average right now. I'm going to say not good enough for the Democrats, uh, a Republican in gov- uh, Wisconsin governor. Let's see. Well, this says Republican governor. Okay. Um, Arizona is next. Uh, Arizona has uh, the Republican up by 2.5%. So I'm going to say the Republican is going to take it. And she is a fucking whack job. Oh my God. But I'm going to say she takes it. All right. Let's see. Flipping. And his goes blue. Okay. Uh, Next up, Nevada. Nevada has the Republican up by 1.7. That's Lombardo versus Cisolac. Um, I didn't even mention the names. In Arizona, it was what? Um, uh, Lake, Lake versus Hobbs. Hobbs. Yeah. Uh, anyway, Nevada. Um, yeah. Uh, Republican up by 1.7. That's Lombardo over Cisolac. So I'm saying it's Republican in Nevada. All right. Flipping. It's red. Okay. Next up, Oregon. Oregon is one of those that like is supposed to be like reliably blue and but suddenly no. Uh has the the Democrat it's Kotech versus Drazen. I don't even know these fucking names. I'm sorry. Who knows? I don't know these people. Um, but but the 538 average is Kotek up by 1.6. I'm gonna my threshold is 1.3. I'm saying that's good enough. I think uh, Oregon will have a Democratic governor. All right. The coin says Democratic governor. Okay. Now we got one that is surprising that it's even fucking close. Uh, Oklahoma. Um. 538 has the Republican up by 3.2%. So Republican's still in the lead, and I'm going to say the Republican's going to win. But frankly, it's remarkable that a a Democrat is polling that close to a Republican at all in Oklahoma. A few months ago, the the, the Democrat was 16 points behind, and they've been making up that ground rapidly. Um, I'm going to say, first, I'm going to say the Republicans will win. I will add to that in this case and say the Republican is going to win by a decent amount more than 3.2%. It's not actually going to be this close. They're going to, right. they're going to win. My point is in the air. Between five and 10, at least. All right. More than five. Let's just say that. 
Okay, my coin says the Democrat wins. Okay. Democrat in Oklahoma. I, if we see that, oh my fucking God. Okay, <laughs> we, got, we got two more to go in the 5% or less on 538. Uh, Kansas. This is another one that's actually kind of surprising that it's even close. Uh, Kansas. Oh, and Kansas, the Democrat is actually polling ahead. Uh, by, by five, points. by 5.1%. So I guess by my criteria, I'm saying the Democrat wins Kansas. All right, let's see. Uh, and, and my coin says the Democrat wins Kansas. Okay. And we got Michigan as the last one of these. And, uh, this has uh, Whit- Whitmer ahead of Dixon by 4.8%. So I'm going to say that uh, she indeed wins. Democrat keeps Michigan. All right. Let's see. And my coin says the Democrat keeps Michigan. Okay. And I will I will mention one more, uh, which is since I'm in Washington State, let's do Washington and Florida for uh, since we're, that's oh, where God. we are. Um, in Washington state for Senator, going back to Senate, um, Murray is ahead of Smiley by 6.1%. Uh, so I am saying Murray is going to win. Uh, but what's interesting to there, and I'll, you know, I'll use this to sidle into my wife's race as well, uh, is that she went from 14 ahead to only 7.3 ahead, which means that since August, she's lost 7% of ground in the polls. Um, I'm going to say she's actually going to win up by a little bit more than that. It's not going to be as close as it looks. So I'm going to say Murray's going to win and going to win by more than 6.1%. Um, I'll say, and where I said, I'll, I'll sort of side into my wife's race. Uh, my wife's margin in the primaries was 7%. And that's about what the internal polls had, uh, right after there. If she, loses 7% of ground like Murray has, then that, then my wife's race is going to be neck and neck. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to say my wife's going to win and it's going to be closer to 7% than a neck and neck like tie race. I got my coin in the air and it's going to red its tails at the Republican wins, but I actually, I'm putting down, that's the coin result. I actually totally believe that the Democrat will win and it'll be in double digits. Okay. Because for, I'm looking at what the last Smiley. Oh yeah. I'm looking at what the last polls that came in and who did them. Trafalgar had the Democrat ahead by one point. Yeah. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. I mean, you know, that yes. means that the margin was so great in terms of the favorite Democrat that they couldn't even figure out how to fucking fuck up, you know, buck with the data to make it look like the, the Republican was ahead. Okay. And for the record, I'm predicting my wife wins. Are you predicting my wife wins? Is it, What's your coin say uh, for my wife, Yvonne? Okay. What the coin says for your wife? I, I will predict your wife wins. The coin says, Jesus, the other guy wins. <laughs> Yo, I hate your coin. <laughs> <laughs> this coin's a little bit mean. We'll, we'll see. Like I, I for for my wife, the mar the margin oh, in the primary looked point, pretty damn good. The whole point but, of the coin is just to see the accuracy of yes, pretty predictions. I know. I know. Point, I know. Though, you know. Okay. Uh, so let's do uh, Florida Senate. Um, you know, poll wise, Rubio is you know way ahead. Um, like eight points. Eight 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 plus points. Um, 
I'm trying to click to get the stupid like decimal point and stupid website is being stupid, but uh or it's just being slow. I mean it's eight seven point six is what I got. Okay, okay. So what's your coin say? Let's see what the coin says. The Democrat wins. Okay. And finally we got we got Florida governor, since you're there too. Oh fucking stupid fucking governor. All right, there we go. <laughs> I hate this asshole. See if I would have won that Powerball money. That's a full first. Okay, so to be clear, DeSantis in five thirty eight's average is ahead by ten point seven percent over Christ. Yeah. Uh, hold on. Uh, how much is he ahead? Ten point seven. It's 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 almost not fair to let you throw the coin on this one. It it, it came up tails. Which means DeSantis? It's a red. Yeah, it's DeSantis. Okay. I, I think we've hit all the close ones. Um, so real quick, before we just call it an end of the show, which we should do soon, because, uh, uh, yeah. Um, if, you know, we all know, like, okay, if the Democrats pull it out and keep the, we know roughly what things look like. If the Republicans take one or both houses, I mean, they've been telegraphing the shit show they're going to turn things into. Right? Mhm. I I mean, we've got we've got threats about the debt limit. We've got uh threats about investigating Hunter Biden. We've got threats about investigating the January 6th committee for being inappropriate. Uh We've got all of this kind of crap. It, it is, you know, and I, I, I don't know. Talking look, about that, look, we talking had... about Congress right now. I, I just, I also want to, I want to throw out one other prediction. At least one close state that matters towards 2024 will end up with secretaries of state or whoever who are going to cause problems in 2024. Whereas if a Democrat wins those states, it's going to end up going to the Supreme Court because they're going to try to suppress things, or not suppress things. They're, they're going to try to fuck things up by saying, oh, we can't count that because there was a, some irregularity or blah, blah, blah. And it's going to go to court and it's going to get messy and blah, blah, blah in at least one of the close purple states. OK, go, go ahead. Sorry. Talk. Uh, I was just going to say that. Uh, um. I mean, I expect not that much different from what happened. Um, what's happened before. I mean, look, I, I mean, I think our memories are short. I mean, Jesus. I mean, the Clinton administration when Ginrich won. Yeah. I mean, it was basically, I mean, they they had a fucking anal probe up the Clinton administration's ass from, from beginning to end. I mean, it then. But their impeachment, I mean, you know, yeah. I mean, what the hell else do you expect? I expect nothing different. Yeah, I think if if we've got if if we've got a Republican House, at the very least, I mean, they've said outright they may not they may not impeach Biden himself, but they're talking about impeaching uh, various cabinet members. 
I, I will say this. I, 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 I'm going to lean towards they're not going to wind up really impeaching anybody. Um, the, the, that, that, the, I, I think they'll, the, they'll, I think have, they'll the have the vote. They'll have the show, but they won't actually go there because no. they know that it's going to end up just like the impeachments we had last time around where it's going to die right. in the Senate and yeah. that looks stupid. So they're, they're going to have as much of a hullabaloo about it as they can without actually sending it across the shelf. Cause then it'll, they'll, they'll, they'll get an acquittal. Cause even if they take the Senate, they're not going to have the votes. They need for the, right. Correct. Yeah. For, for, to, to, for to convict on an impeachment conviction. Right. Exactly. So, but yeah, they're going to, so. they're, they're going to like, Everything for first of all, the legislative agenda is of course dead. Absolutely nothing is going to get done except for maybe a few. Yeah, there's always the sort of a a handful of non-controversial bipartisan things that go through, but there's not going to be any major agenda type items. That is completely done. Um, and uh, assuming Republicans get at least one House of Congress. And um and they're going to gum up the works for everything they can. They're going to make big fights out of things like the debt limit. And, you know, we're probably like we always do going to end up resolving that in one way or another without actually destroying everything. But it's going to be drama, just like it was last time we had this kind of situation. Mm-hmm. So and and I worry about the setup for the 2024 election. Like I said, I think there's going to be mischief there. Um, yeah, I, 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 you know, my, like, like my prediction is the Republicans take both houses of Congress. Uh, but, uh, so much of a, that's going to create so much of a mess for the next two years. Um, like I said, hope I'm wrong. It's okay. All right. Well, I'm not going to make any further predictions. I, I, I just, wait until see what the hell is the result we'll we'll know in a few and um yeah uh and of of course i I would be remiss to say go vote you know well i did you know if if i'm telling i'm telling the listeners not just you although oh those guys you know if you're gonna vote republican tear your ballot up and throw it in the trash don't bother you know it, it voting doesn't matter you know, it's, it's stupid. Like, you know, it's all rigged anyway. So like, don't bother. If you're voting democratic, please get your ballots in on time, go vote in person, do whatever you need. There you go. (laughs) All right. There you go. Okay. Are we done? Yeah, we're done. Okay. Uh, so with that, Thank you, everybody, for listening to us once again. You know the drill. Uh, we're at curmudgeons-corner.com. You can find our email, our Facebook, our Twitter for now, uh, all that kind of stuff to get in touch with us. If you really like us, go to our Patreon, where you can give us money, and in exchange, we can send you postcards, we can send you a mug, we can talk about you on the show, all that kind of stuff. And importantly, at $2 a month or more, we will invite... Or, I, I I almost forgot at two dollars a month or more, or if you contact us in any of any of those other ways and ask us nicely, we will send you invite. We we will send you an invite to our Comudgeons Corner Slack, where Yvonne and I are talking all week long and sharing links and whatever you know. We share whatever's going on and chat and blah 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 with ourselves and a few of our listeners. We would love to have more of you there. Just ask. So with that, Yvonne. 
one thing, one thing only from our Curmudgeon's Corner Slack from the last week that we have not talked about on the show. Give me a ping, Vasily. One ping only, please. Here we go. Okay, it's just one ping only. One ping Was that only. Hunt for Red October? That was, yes. Very good. There you go. That, that is a movie I have seen. Good movie. It is a good movie. It is a good movie. Good um, book, too. I, uh, I, I, okay. We'll share something dumb. So I was going through, uh, my, uh, Instagram. And for whatever reason, not for the first time, I got an ad on there. The ad was for, um, floppy disks. Verbatim data disk, double-sided, double-density floppies. Need and I'm like, I'm like, why would a company waste a, any a certain money? major company based out of Seattle? Um, yes, go ahead. Yes, in 2022, be spending money to advertise the sale of floppy disks. You know. I'm not I'm not going to say any details here, but I have also gotten similar recommendations. I haven't gotten any recently. These these are recommendations from that company. Like you were on Instagram, I got a whole bunch on Facebook a couple of years ago. <laughs> I was routinely getting not only I did get the floppies <laughs> like you got now. I also got dot matrix printers. <laughs> paper for dot matrix printers. And and is that is it our demographic? Is that what that's, that's got some with our demographic, and and Not they're they're be. really old. But I will add the other thing I kept getting repeatedly as a purchase recommendation for myself was, and this was not a cheap recommendation. This was like many hundreds of dollars. A a yeah. toolkit for dental surgery. Jesus Christ. Okay. So you're going to do do it yourself dental surgery. Exactly. That sounds that sounds like such an amazing idea. <laughs> yeah, I, I I did not buy it. Well, that's that, that's very comforting. I I really appreciate that. I mean, I, I I'm looking online here. I mean, you I mean, a, a pack of 10 High density three and a half inch floppies is is twenty dollars. I mean, these are. St- I mean, honestly, it's actually impressive that these? you can still get them. Who's using these for what? Well, there actually are a lot of hobbyists who like do things with old computers. I, I've I've seen some people sharing things on TikTok about people in you know upgrading Commodore 64s to have modern networking stacks so they can get on the internet and use uh, uh, card readers to download games instead of, you know, the equipment that was available in the 1980s, you know. So there, there is a hobbyist community that re- that does all kinds of stuff with old computers. And from what I've heard, there are a few of these things that are legacy in certain positions in certain companies as well that are used for whatever that are still just hanging out there for some reason or another. 
I, I mean, I will say that, uh, uh, you know, there's always some kind of legacy technology always hanging out. Look, a few years back, I mean, we had a, I mean, one of the biggest contracts that I had was with the government of Singapore uh, to, uh, for official records to be uh, put on microfiche. Uh, th- their policy was that, yeah, we have, they have a very advanced, like, uh, e-government portal for the government of Singapore where you can transact everything. But uh, they also wanted a lot of official, like, records themselves also in- copied in some analog form. And the analog form we were doing was to put them on a microfiche. Okay. I mean... Yeah. So, anyway... I, I please please buy those floppies. You never know when you'll need. Them. <laughs> you never know when you need them. <laughs> I don't have a floppy disk reader anymore. I, I well, can't then buy one off. of those too. Damn it! I mean, I guess they. I, I mean, they sell. I'm sure. I, probably I, I actually bought one of those a, a few years back. I, I was going through some boxes as I occasionally do from my garage and found some old floppies. It, 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 you know, and I I I think they were from. Well, I've got floppies both from old um, DOS machines and floppies from my Commodore 64 and VIC-20 stuff. Uh, So I've got a number of those. So I did order a floppy drive and the necessary connecting equipment to be able to plug it into a modern computer. Now, of course, being me, they're sitting on a bag on my shelf somewhere, never touched. I never actually did anything with them, but I did buy them. Okay, I did see that you can get a three and a half inch USB floppy external floppy drive. Um, now this one is uh, to run on Windows, but I mean, I I, I could I mean, I could sort that uh, twenty six ninety nine. Yeah, there you go. You you can get them. You can get the five and a half kind too. And apparently, well, like one of the things I remember when I looked at this like six years ago and bought whatever I bought, I bought one that could handle like the Commodore discs as well. Like, but, Here is, yeah, but I've never, were, uh, I, I, well, I mean, I've never opened were, the box. Those were not three and a half inch. Those were single sided floppies. Yeah. I know those were the five and a quarters. Yeah. Five and a quarter single sided. If I remember correctly, they weren't even double sided on the Commodore. Mm-hmm. Um, there, I, I saw also there is a um, USB type C hub uh, that for a MacBook. That includes a floppy drive. Nice. Obviously, anyway, yes. Go, is... go buy all that stuff, Yvonne. <laughs> go go buy it all. All. Well, all. I didn't win the Powerball. Look, hopefully, maybe, you know, look, if the real prize goes to north of $2 billion, you know, so we could cash. You know, I, I, I asked my wife to check the Powerball numbers uh, for and us to see if we won, but she has not answered me yet. So I, I have no idea. I mean, you, we could be right now sitting on a, you know, bonanza of cash and we're, we're over here, you know, recording this like oblivious to the, to our riches. Yeah. I mean, my, I asked my wife, she hasn't checked yet. What, what the hell? Anyway. Instead, she texted me to ask if there's more Benadryl. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll go check after. I don't know. Anyway, that's it, everybody. Thanks. Uh, have a great week. Uh, vote if you haven't voted. Uh, and, you know, and yeah, like I said before, vote if you haven't voted. 
Uh, and we will talk to you next time. And we'll, we'll hopefully know what happened to all these elections. Oh, one more prediction, Yvonne. Are we going to have any craziness with Donald Trump style trying to do lawsuits and crap about like the Pennsylvania election and stuff like that or other states to like trial run election interference for 2024? My expectation is if anything happens, it's not going to be significant. My expectation is that if there are any races that are less than a 2% margin, they will throw everything they have at them legally, but just like in 2020, it'll go nowhere. Right. Exactly. Okay. That's it. Thanks, everybody. Goodbye. We'll talk to you next time. Later. Bye.